and welcome back to the Branching Path podcast. John, is that you? Yeah, we haven't spoken since the last one. Oh have my, we? yeah, it's been so long. You're still alive though. That's good. Yeah, yeah, good. To, good to see that you're still kicking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, I've been up to some stuff, but uh, you know, I kind of don't want. Uh, what have you been up to? I don't know. What do you What have you been doing these days? Uh, I've been playing this old game that I promised I'd never play again. Oh, weird. I also was playing this old game. Uh, I promised I'd never play again. Which one are you talking about? Uh, it's called Figel Fantasy Eleven. <laughs> okay, mine's got a similar title, but probably not the same. It's Bible Blampacy Ableben. Uh Similar rhythm to it, but what's yours about exactly? Uh, it's about really old school time sinks and frustration. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, mine's about not giving you any of your free time, uh, demanding everything from you, and giving very little in return. Uh, yeah. You know, I talked to somebody in-game who had a lot of these same opinions. He even visited my house once and looked a lot like you. Weird. I have a similar situation where I talked to somebody in-game, visited him at his home, and I he resembled you quite a lot. So weird. So weird. Yeah, guys, we fucked up, okay? <laughs> we fucked Listen, up. Listen, we fucked up big time. First of all, what's up? Welcome back. Second of all... We relapsed. We uh, we had a dark low moment, and we played Final Fantasy XI again. We sure did. We did. So, uh, just for the record, John and I are both like one week clean, maybe a little bit more than a week clean now, <laughs> which is hilarious to say, but true. Talking about it in those terms is just it feels wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know, but also true. But also right. Uh, <laughs> so we haven't played in a week. John deleted his characters for the second time. Uh, That's right. We'll get to that. Kudos to you. I did not delete my characters. I'm not that strong. Um, I reserve the right to, in a moment of true darkness, go back to this game. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to talk a bit today about you know why we went back, what the fuck is up with that game, and what quitting is like, and yeah, just a lot of things. So consider this. The Final Fantasy XI Part Two podcast with some some new recent real world experience again. Um, okay, where the hell do we want to start? Oh man, it's um, a good question. Where do you want to start, Kyle? Um, why don't we talk about why we went back? Oh, did I All say right. we do it at the end? You did, but it, I mean, it is a natural story. Yeah, okay. Why the why did we go back to Final Fantasy XI? I don't know, John. What's your impression of why we went back? And I have a sneaking suspicion you're going to throw me into the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we had been teasing each other about it for a while with just casual mentions of the game. Um, and, the, I mean, you did bring it up in the end, but it's only fair you get me back for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I mean, we both obviously were missing this old school MMO feel and, you know, there's nothing stopping us from going back other than willpower and we caved and, and the addiction started anew. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it was funny too, cause I, I went to, I'd gone to John's house and we hung out and we watched some movies and stuff. And for whatever reason, I decided to pull up some Final Fantasy XI YouTube videos. Right. Yeah. Just, just, I don't know, just to really walk up to the line and see if we could, <laughs> could step back from the edge before we jumped. Uh, and then, for amazingly, Pro Jared, a YouTuber we've both watched on and off over the years, 
had a Final Fantasy XI video, and that was like almost too perfect. It was from almost a year ago. It wasn't like it was you know it timed perfectly, but we hadn't seen it, uh, and it was a well produced video about a game that we both like and and he had a lot to say about it that we agreed with that was all pretty like negative sounding but then he ended it with but i liked it and we're both i think i think i certainly felt a bit of like validation there sure uh and i was like yeah yeah he did like it because it's fucking good well he was even playing on the server we went to yeah he he played on the private server we played on so that it all seems too good to be true and anyways it was like the next day at home i think i was told john i broke the news to my girlfriend that uh (laughs) We could stay together, of course, if she'd had me, but that I was going to play again if she was not totally opposed, and she was totally fine with it. So, yeah, we we went back to it. Um, I don't know. It's definitely a lot of escapism. I know we talked a bit about that before the pod, but like, unlike any game I've ever played, Final Fantasy XI, obviously, we've said before, it demands our time and attention, but it also doesn't have to do much to just totally take my attention and suck it into that game, like into right. that world. It just I, I lose myself completely. There's this unique stickiness to it that I've yeah. never really found anywhere else. Yeah, that's the same. And, and since stopping, I still feel myself craving that stickiness, that that kind of ability to completely draw me in. Um, but but again, the odd thing is if you if you break it down. Sometimes that stickiness was me like farming spiders in a tunnel for three hours to, to get an occasional spider web drop I was going to sell in the auction house for 20,000 gil. Like, that, that, that as you were doing it, you were, you complaining were venting about. to me <laughs> that it was not fun. Yes, correct. And yet. <laughs> and uh, yet. And this, this, I think, is where some of the, the addiction piece comes in. And we said it last time on our Final Fantasy XI pod that it does really seem like this is a properly addictive game and, and it's i think i i can at least speaking for myself feel like to some degree i was addicted again for the the brief bit that we played it sure yeah w- would you characterize it that way for yourself as well or is that too strong of a word for you do you think no i think i would because i was definitely neglecting some personal projects i wanted to work on in favor of this yeah for, for no real world gain yeah yeah <laughs> the other thing that i always found myself doing is thinking about when i was next going to be able to play right like yeah i'd say that's fair in, especially in particular when we'd be able to play together right like i was always kind of counting down the hours and thinking in my head okay what are all the things i have to do so i can get to the thing that I really want to do, which is play Final Fantasy XI, right. and and it like it feels unhealthy in the moment. It felt unhealthy in the moment. There's there's no two ways about it. Um, and yet, like again, I don't really want to say that my life got significantly worse because we went back and played. Um, some aspects were probably not improved by it, but you know, it's not like I had this crisis and an intervention had to be had. We we, right. we stopped playing like, and and you know we're really not all that worse off for it. But I I definitely can see myself. I I joked that I didn't delete my characters because I reserved the right to go back to this in a dark time. If something truly tragic happened in my life, like I lost somebody really important to me and I felt completely shattered, I honestly believe I might want to come back to Final Fantasy XI to just fully avoid my life and responsibilities for a while and that that could for a brief time help yeah i mean that's a pretty big statement there about how powerful that pull is yeah so uh, that's i reserve the right in a moment of true darkness 
to uh, get me through that difficult time. Um, in the end, COVID probably... two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, if there was a COVID two, we'd be back in the game in two beats or two seconds. But no, I, no, we wouldn't though because you deleted your characters, which was a, a good choice. Because then you have to overcome another barrier that I don't yet, and I'm ne- I would never play this game without you. So that also helps. True. Um, yeah, I don't know. But so what? What about Final Fantasy XI makes it such a sticky? game what 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 we talked a bit about some of the things about it in particular what do you what do you think um i think in large part is our history with it already it's familiar um and in a lot of ways we know what to expect um especially when we roll new characters we we largely know what the um process is going to be trying to get them up to relevant events and all that yeah which we've never been to anyway <laughs> never mind that <laughs> uh, probably for the best given the time sink those would be yeah no kidding um but aside from that there's just the investment required to get somewhere feels like real progress mm-hmm. I, I think that is a big part of it. I, I speaking for myself i think that is a really big part of it because it, I'm investing the time doing these things that are not always fun, much like real life. And it, when it pays off, it does feel rewarding, and you, that I think that is an addicting feeling. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. It must, in a way, mimic some of the like real life feedback loop we get to completing a hard task and then reaping the rewards of that. Right. But without having to face those same like you know social difficulties and like interaction you know like the the real world consequences i guess are not there the consequences just time loss you mean i get to improve without improving in any way (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah Yeah. um there there was some something to also having your time kind of accounted for at all times (laughs) like i never ever had to worry about what i was going to do with my free time which you know, sometimes it's nice. Obviously, that might sound weird to say, but if I have like a day coming up where I have nothing on the docket, you know, say a girlfriend's gone for the the weekend or something, and it's really just me and the cats, um, thinking, oh, I'm just going to play Final Fantasy XI all fucking weekend with John. It's almost comforting in a way, and now I have to. Now that we've stopped, I have to figure out what to do with my time again. Which obviously there's there's fun and excitement in that too. And discovering new things is obviously a valuable thing, too. And only playing the same 20-year-old game all the time probably comes with some trade-offs that are negative from the sheer, like, experiencing media portion. Um, but again, there was comfort in it, and, and I, I've kind of missed that since we stopped a week ago. There, there, there was a consistency there. Like, yeah. planning for that weekend, like you're saying, you know, there, there was nothing better for a while than sitting on Skype for eight hours with an energy drink or something by our sides and just vegging and leveling up and, and just having some fun. Yeah. Despite frustrations with the game, those moments were still extremely fun. Yeah. John, I just got this funny this funny thought process that this whole podcast has just been us, like like the whole podcast, not just this episode, has been us real, leading up to this and realizing like, oh my God, the reason we like Final Fantasy XI so much is because we like each other. Oh my god! Impossible, <laughs> impossible. I'll never admit it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously that has to be part of it too, right? One of the reasons it's fun to do the podcast, just an excuse to kind of sit together and chat on Skype and right and shoot the shit. And we've had you know periods before where we just kind of haven't had the excuse to do that. And I don't know, it doesn't 
Like, I don't think... You and I have always used games as an excuse to hang, right? As an excuse to, to chat and stuff. And I think without that topic to kind of buffer everything, we just don't really do that. I don't pick up the phone and just chat. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you can trace that back, like, our entire lives. Yeah, exactly. And, and, like, that, and that's not just you and I. Like, I've definitely got other, you know, relationships with male friends that have a similar quality to it. Sure. Um, so, yeah. So, got to factor that into some degree. But, yeah, then all the other stuff on top where... It's just this uniquely sticky game. I like the way that you said that. Um, do we want to talk a little bit about why we stopped? Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, so first, I think we can finally say that we were playing on the Eden private server. Yep. So Last episode, I know we, we didn't name it because we weren't sure they'd want that, but there are YouTube videos out. It's very out in the open. And, uh, you know, despite the millions... Of listeners tuning into this podcast. Just millions. Like, just, guys. just millions, guys. <laughs> Thank you for all those sock puppet accounts. It's, <laughs> it's, it's The longer you take a hiatus, the more viewership you get when you come back. That's how people on YouTube do it. You make That's a video, you wait two weeks. You make a video, you wait four <laughs> weeks. You make a video, eight, it's easy. It's easy. We've got it figured out. It's even better if they're shorter every time. Yeah, exactly. That's the podcast meta too. So that's what we. That's the lesson we've learned. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I really doubt they'd mind. Yeah. Because um, yeah, there's videos and stuff like we were saying. Pro Jared has got massive reach, and he did a video on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. We were playing on the Eden private server. Um, we were going to get into this later, but I think we'll just do it now. Like you have to give a massive shout out to the dedication of those devs. Like, despite the gripes we're going to get into, they do a phenomenal job on a volunteer basis putting this game out for free. They don't accept donations of any kind, and the quality of their work is really good. Yeah, it is. I'm sure, like, the donation thing, I know John and I said on multiple occasions, like, we'd have been happy to donate, you know, something every month just because they gave us so much free game time and entertainment, right? But I think that they do it not because... They're just truly generous people, though that's to some degree. But it's also probably to keep them safe from liability, right? So that they aren't profiting right. off of this IP, which isn't theirs, obviously. But yeah, so so big shout out to them and their dedication and their tireless efforts. Like it, I, it's a crazy thing to offer of yourself. Obviously, they have a true love of the game, right? And they they like what they're building. So yeah, kudos to them. Um, but ultimately, it was some of their decisions that I think kind of reminded me again some of the more negative feelings I had towards the end of our last time playing Final Fantasy XI, which it had been long enough, I think I'd kind of buried deep down. Sure. Um, so, obviously, there was more under the surface than just this, because I don't think I would have... Again, I, I said it when we were talking about it initially, but when they handed down this decision, which we'll get into, which kind of set me on the path of, I think I'm done, I wasn't quite sure why it had upset me so much. And obviously, you, you articulated something well at the time, but it was, I think I was also just kind of dissatisfied with the experience on a deeper level than we were last time. And you said the same thing as we played this time too, right? Oh, definitely. Um, I, I, I know you felt it, but I was definitely saltier going through the early game crap again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, when you've, when you've already put dozens of literal days into this game, uh, once and then you do it all over again it does get harder to ignore some of the more egregious game decisions and like yeah just flaws for lack of a better word um, yeah and I want to bring up something from our Elden Ring video where it, it's also 
unreasonable of me to expect to enjoy the same thing this many times for this long. Right. <laughs> like no game is capable of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, that just speaks to that that sticky quality of this goddamn game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, still manages yeah. to pull you in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, despite despite all the bullshit. Anyhow, so there was stuff faster. I think we both realized again this second time back. We were having fun, but there was a lot that we were kind of taking issue with all over again and it was yeah, right. less less easy to forgive it the second time. But then patch notes got released on I forget what oh, it was a Wednesday. Was it last Wednesday? Has it not even been a week? It feels like longer. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a week. Jesus, it was last Wednesday. Anyways, patch notes released, and there was a bunch of cool stuff, little quests added and whatnot. And then there was this note that they had removed the in-game timers for your character's buffs. So if you cast a spell on yourself to increase your defense or something, before you could see how much longer that buff was going to be active for before you had to recast it. No longer. That was an out-of-era change, meaning it wasn't fitting the kind of 2008 era of final fantasy 11 that this eden private server is trying to replicate right on top of that they removed the ability to see your party members buffs so you didn't actually get to see if that you know samurai in the party had haste still active or not either you had to set a timer yourself in the real fucking world uh, or use some sort of third-party add-on to try and manage that for you or the samurai just had to yell in the party chat haste is down which would mean that you're Higher level parties end up just a big mess of messages of like, oh, haste is down, haste is down, oh, I need protect. Anyways, just just kind of stuff that was going to make the game a lot worse for certain jobs, especially like white mages. But to expand on that just a bit before we move on, if you haven't played the game before and you're listening to this, it's worth noting that everything happens in a battle log. Everything is logged to a text log at the bottom of the screen. You can split that into two windows, but without third party add ons. When you have six people in a party, or God forbid, 18 people in a three-party alliance doing some huge content, that log moves at ridiculous speeds. Right. So trying to see when somebody's buff wears off uh, without them having to take their attention away from whatever they're doing to tell the healer or the buffer or whatever that the buff's about to wear off. The game is already not built in a way where that's really i don't want to say really easy but like the tools it feels like the tools are not there for that to happen yeah for sure um so it, it was a huge quality of life uh, step backwards yeah it 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 was just it was something that had been present for like the three or however many years this fucking server's been active and then one day it was just like oh and by the way we're making this hugely fundamental change to the game uh deal with it and I don't know. The thing that really got me was let's talk a little bit about sneaking and viz. I think we talked a bit about this last time, but let's talk right. about it again. So, one of the things John and I both praised about Final Fantasy XI in the past, and I still think there's a lot of value to it, despite some bullfuckery, but is that the game world is dangerous, and traveling from point A to point B is not just a simple matter of holding the forward button. You have to you know, juke enemies who are aggressive and way higher level than you and will fucking push your shit in. Or you have to cast these these spells called Sneak and Invisible, which buy you some time to go kind of run past enemies without having to worry about being seen and dying. Dying in Final Fantasy XI means losing experience. You can de-level, which is fucking hugely demotivating. And everything in this game takes a ton of time. So there's a good chance that 
you know, if you're towards the end of your traveling between zones to get somewhere and you die, you probably lost like half an hour to an hour of real life time. It's significant. Yep. And to make matters worse, those sneak and invisible spells, you can also get the effect from items, which you can buy, but they have the same gimmick here. They have variable durations. So sometimes when I cast sneak on myself, it's like a 24 second duration, which is shit. It can be as high as almost five minutes. And without timers to tell you that, there is now, with that change, I actually will get into it. was, they've actually reverted it back. But with that change, there was now no way to know what kind of sneak and invis timers you got. So when you cast them on yourself and you start running, you get an alert about 30 seconds before it's about to wear off that it's about to wear off. Meaning it was just going to be fucking mayhem of trying to like find these safe spots to recast stuff. It, like it was already a big deal to travel anywhere. It's already a lot of work and time and effort and stress, and now it was going to have this whole other element of randomness that was just too much for my little soul to bear. Right. And the thought of that alone was like, I don't know if I can do this. This is this game is already fucking mean. It's one of the meanest games I've ever played, and the the devs have decided to make it exponentially meaner now and that was kind of a point too far I, we, we went on the discord afterwards just to kind of get a sense of how people were taking the change and i'd say on the whole it was very negative <laughs> yeah yeah no one was really there were some lukewarm defenses in there um one thing i hate to read uh i'm trying to remember exactly what the quote you was. you don't have a a right to play the game it's a privilege yes that's the one thank you um, and and it just it bothered me because no one's arguing otherwise. But it's a it's a conversation. It is an ongoing conversation between the devs and the players about what changes are actually good for the game and for the player base. Right. And no one was saying like I, I have a right to go. I, it's my right that you change this. But no one no one's saying that. Yeah. Yeah. It was annoying. <laughs> that that coming up as a defense of some, I mean some people are are trolling. Some people are just assholes in the Discord. It's it's the internet. Um, but that as a response to some pretty legitimate complaints just you know, gets up my ass so much. Yeah, for sure. And, and it is frustrating. It was frustrating to see a lot of legitimate, well thought out complaints being shut or, or opposed by like the same three people who live on that discord and like just made it their job to kind of try and shut down the criticisms and make people feel badly for feeling the way they were feeling right or you know feeling the way they felt about the change i should say um so anyways john that 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 reminded me again of some changes last time we played because everything in eden because it's a private server trying to replicate a particular era is kind of just up for up for grabs as to what could be changed at any moment right none of it's really sacred um and sometimes in the name of era and keeping it era they make changes which personally i thought fucking sucked asshole um and there's not really a whole lot of dialogue before those happen they tend to just get handed down and then the community reacts how they react occasionally it's a strong enough blowback the devs make a, a decision to revert things that actually, that did happen in response to the the timer thing. We just found out today. So, of course, John's reinstalled the game. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, kudos to the devs for listening and realizing that what they did was fucking stupid. Uh, but, I don't know. It just it made me realize that I don't think that Eden is ever really going to be 
that Final Fantasy XI I want it to be. Like, it's not moving in that direction, right? Personally, and you tell me how you feel about this, John, but I would love it if they kind of at a high level kept the the spirit of era in mind, right? Like, parties matter. Uh, you can't really do stuff alone. Like, you have to engage with the community. All that stuff, right? You have to play your role well. All that shit. But not be slaves to the to the era stuff and maybe implement a few more quality of life things i would be fucking totally fine with that how do you feel about that i mean i i sympathize with even this decision i i really do i sympathize with the idea even if it's a little misguided that removing this means more player communication in a party setting i i can i can understand that a little bit but having played the game as much as we have and as much as most of that discord has when the curtain gets pulled back a little bit on these game mechanics, sneak and viz was never a good system. Yes, you're you're not going. We we praise the game for having a dangerous overworld, but you're never going to get through Coraloka Tunnel without that tool set. Yeah, you're right. It be, it becomes a mandatory tool set, and when you, when you have um, there's a, a system in the game called outposts and and the conquest system by extension, which. Um, as people from the three nations get experience points in certain zones, you essentially capture that zone for a week. You can do a supply run mission to the outpost in that zone, and from that point on, if you have enough points or money and you're the right uh, character level, you can now warp to that outpost. So if you want to take advantage of maybe the one time in potentially months that your nation has managed to capture something, you're going to have to find a way to get there. And that is it, that makes Sneak and Viz almost mandatory. Yeah, for sure. If not through magic, meaning leveling a mage up to 25, or through items, for a new player that means buying very expensive Sneak Invisible medication items, with also a variable duration. So you could have spent 12,000 gil... In this, which is a lot of money in this game, especially for a new player, only to use one of those items and get a 24-second duration. Yeah, meaning it was buff. essentially wasted. It was garbage. You will get nowhere with that. Yeah. By the time you get 24 seconds into the zone and that wears off, you will be aggroed by something three times your level and you'll be one shot. Yeah. It's 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 not a good system. It was really never a good system. The first time you experience it, you might give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, but... Coming back to it, making new characters again, you see really how mandatory a lot of this crap is. Yep. If you don't want to play in the most frustrating way, because <laughs> if you don't have some of these zones available to warp to, you will not be able to party there. People won't wait an hour and a half for you to get there. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, um, the this is all interesting because uh, I couldn't help but think about again, despite the sneak and viz bullshit and the travel bullshit. Them making travel so difficult is also one of the things that makes that outpost reward so fucking good, right? Right. Like, getting the outpost quest finished and now permanently always being able to warp there for the rest of that character's life on that server is such a huge accomplishment. You know, accomplishment in quotation marks, obviously. <laughs> um, and, and I think that it's stuff like that where your investment is so high... And sometimes the reward actually kind of matches that investment. Like, you know what? Often the reward is your time is being saved, right? Yeah, definitely. Often, I think in this game, the biggest rewards are 
from now on, this will be quicker for you. And that feels fucking amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it, it really speaks to how time-consuming the travel element of this game is. That that alone is a massive reward. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I kind of lost sight of your question a bit there. But, I, I, yeah, so I, I, really, I do really sympathize with that. I also sympathize with the fact that what spirit of era means uh, to different people, yeah. it, it, it's different. Yeah, um, of course. So there, there's not going to really be a great consensus on that. The reason this particular decision bothered us so much, I think, is that the majority didn't want it. I'm not saying majority should win all the time, but given the way the system works, given that all the players are, most of the players in the Discord, on the server, are experienced people who are familiar with these frustrations. Um, and, and given the feedback on that choice, to, to go ahead with it anyway, and to go ahead with it and then say, in the future, we there might be an add-on update or you'll be able to get this through third-party tools anyway. Like, we're not going to make those not no longer legal on the server. Someone will eventually fix them and you can get the same functionality that the game already provides in this more inconvenient third-party way. Yeah, it just <laughs> to to go that direction was so silly. Yeah, very galaxy brain of them to to say we've removed the convenient way that the game tracks this for you, but don't worry, in the future there might be a fix so that the third-party thing can do it for you less efficiently. Just it just a kind of baffling. I don't know. I don't quite understand it. I don't know where. And, it came and there from. was yeah, and there was also a decision. And again, what era means to some people is just different. But there was also a decision to make... Uh, so you can use third-party tools through like a custom launcher that private servers use. Um, and one of the third-party tools is called All Maps. Final Fantasy XI is a game where you have to purchase maps of certain zones in-game or do some pretty lengthy, sometimes difficult quests. Maybe not difficult in that in the, it's really skill intensive but it's super time consuming <laughs> yeah. and ir- irritating yeah to get a map but they legalized an add-on called all maps that you just get all the maps and if you have bought most of the maps in game and you, maybe you're only missing a few like some players were talking about in the discord well all that time and money has been wasted now yeah because of this add-on, so so what? There's no consistent thing about what era means. Yeah, that that, that that's another piece is that there there doesn't really seem to be a true like guiding star here because yeah, there's a lot of inconsistency in what they will pick and choose for what out of era stuff can remain and what what can't. And again, right. like these are decisions coming down three years after the server has been around, right? Like, why now of all times is suddenly all maps okay? Why now is it that timers are disappearing right like if you've known the whole time timers were out of era why just why now i don't know that's my big question i guess now i i agree like when i said this just wasn't kind of my vision or my like of what i want final fantasy 11 to be i i meant like implicitly in that i'm also agreeing that ear what era means to different people is different and so I have no, like, whatever. If Eden wants to make this literally as fucking era as possible, all the actual bullshit bad game design stuff included, right. that's going to appeal to some people. And all the power to them, you know, at the end of the day, it just meant that for me, I'm done. I don't I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, you and I, I, I'm sure we're not the only ones, but we 
quietly walked away. It wasn't for us anymore. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, actually, John, I told you that I didn't harass any of the devs, but I did send a death threat to one of his kids' schools. But that was the only <laughs> thing I did. I didn't. I was very mature about it. Otherwise, that's. Uh, I think you made the right call. Yeah, I think so too. Just just one death Christ. threat. Yeah. <laughs> So, For anyone listening that doesn't understand that he's kidding, he's kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm not kidding. All right, so <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about what it feels like to have quit, shall we? Sure. Uh, you want to start that off? Yeah, it feels weird. <laughs> I remember this feeling last time, but there, there is immediately in the short term there is 100% a like I'm clean feeling again. I, I I hope that this doesn't come across like I'm being dismissive of like physical substance abuse. I'm I'm not. I, I don't have any sort of derision towards people who struggle with that. But I can't help but put it in those terms because that's how it feels to me. Not having necessarily had it. Well, not having had any other you know really truly addictive episodes in my life. But there's a feeling of like oh my god I'm free of this thing that was taking all my time or rather that I was giving all of my time is probably a fair way to put that. Right. Um, and like this, this, you know, whole new world, like, Oh, I'm seeing the world with new eyes. Like <laughs> look at outside. I could just go walking out there <laughs> and I wouldn't feel like, Oh, I should be back leveling up my thief right now. I've got some free time and I've got ring charges. So I need to be leveling up. You know what I mean? I killed this guy on the sidewalk, and I didn't gain any experience points. <laughs> yeah, uh, for any for anybody who doesn't realize, John is joking there. Uh, um, so that that was definitely a short term thing, and I still have a degree of that. But a little further down the line, I do get moments of like, oh shit, I kind of I miss it, <laughs> because yeah, be- definitely. I think part of it's because we had. I've said this to you before, John, but. Final Fantasy XI is a game where I can always come up with like this huge roadmap of things to accomplish, and there's like always something in the distance I'm looking forward to seeing or getting. Sure. Uh, like I don't know. I, I obviously I guess a lot of good games manage that that sense of progression and, and being able to see what's coming and looking forward to that. But you know, like everything with Final Fantasy, it's like to the nth degree here. Like there was just so many things I could always be looking forward to doing and getting, and now admitting oh shit i'm not gonna do those things is kind of disappointing sometimes yeah i'd agree with that um there and there's definitely this this escapist quality to it that you know when you pair that with how difficult and time consuming some of these achievements quote-unquote achievements are in final fantasy 11 it does feel like you put in real work and gained a real reward. Yeah, and so it it makes walking away harder, which which is part of the addictive quality of it too. You know, it's you're like, oh man, I spent the fucking re- like I don't want to talk about real playtime because I'm just gonna get embarrassed, but <laughs> I spent that actually fucking ridiculous amount of time doing that that virtual thing, and I have the reward now. You're just gonna walk away from that. Like, you can use that now to get all those other things you wanted, right? Oh, your thief is level 55. You can use that to to get all those other things looking down the... Anyways, so it, right. it makes it harder to, to actually put it down and say, no, I'm done. <laughs> I think I think a large... Um, I've said this about everything we've talked about, but I'll say it again. I think a large part, another large part <laughs> of uh, of walking away was just 
when this kind of arbitrary change came about, the the impermanence of a private server or, or MMOs long term in general, if they yeah. stop being profitable. I mean, the retail Final Fantasy XI has been around twenty plus years, which is insane. But in the private server community, they come and go sometimes very really, really rapidly, um, and to put that time into building up that character and earning those things only for a really I guess off the cuff decision to massively impact you in a negative way it it kind of speaks to just how your the time you put into this could disappear tomorrow because yeah. they get tired of running that's out. that's a really great point that we hadn't brought up yet that that's that's well said John I, I think the transient nature of it right how quickly it could all be right. gone tomorrow where it doesn't feel that way when you're playing like the you know officially Square Enix sanctioned version or something. Um, right. Yeah. And I think that that change definitely reminded us of just how transient the whole experience could be. Well, because there was a period when John and I were playing the first time where the server was taken offline for like three months. Right. Um, yes, that's true. And so for three months, we were just like, we might not have our characters anymore. Yeah, you know, and I bet you going through that and coming out the other side is another reason that that game has such a hold on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. And it also speaks again to to the devs, and they got everything back after that. Nobody lost their progress. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think, and mind you, this is the only private server for FF11 I've tried. But from what I've read about the others, the there is a a professional quality to this that's really great but nevertheless like it could be gone tomorrow yeah because the people running it have other things to do yeah exactly um so anyhow we've been we've been freed from the prison that is final fantasy 11 i i miss my prison some days but on the whole i know it's for the best um i think that the thing that was suffering most for me of like my other extracurriculars that i was doing was my japanese that totally well not totally fell off a cliff like i was i'm i was and still i'm doing it but not to the same degree that i was before final fantasy 11 and i'm still trying to kind of get back into the groove of doing that some more right so that'll be i'm glad to get back into that uh yeah for me it was it was game dev and 3d art yeah um it's so much easier to turn that game on and piss 12 hours away than to actually expend brain power and effort sure it's always (laughs) the easier choice yep um also worth mentioning that the first time we played, John had a max level character. Yeah, I, uh, Jesus, this is so embarrassing for me. But I had a max level character whose name I didn't like. So I made another character uh, <laughs> and got that character plus a third character almost to 75. Uh, one of them was 75. Another, I think, was 73. Um and even going back this time, I made a character whose name I didn't like. And Kyle says this term all the time that makes me laugh, brain worms. <laughs> My brain worms uh, forced me to delete this character and make another one with a name I liked. <laughs> yeah, John's got, John's got issues, guys. Um, send help. But this is, this is not to, to shame John. This is, this is, again, just to say, despite him putting up that extra barrier last time, of fully deleting all of that hard work and again yes. the insane time on the clock there which i don't even want to think yeah about. when i nothing when i think about it you don't <laughs> think about it because then you really get sad and then you get depressed <laughs> um but to to get 
to put up that barrier and say, holy shit, I couldn't possibly do that again. That that would truly be the height of insanity. And still we went back. Um, still we went back. Still we went back. So, yeah, there, there's there's something about this fucking game, man. John's brain rooms aside, it's, it's, a, it's a real fucking magical place. But... I'm I'm glad again that we we are back. I, I'm glad in a sense that we relapsed and kind of got to do this podcast about what it was like to go back to our kryptonite. Yeah, um, and it's interesting to think about. We would not have gone back if we did not go back together. For sure. Like we wouldn't even dual boxing. We would not have have done this again if we weren't both going through the early shit. Yeah. Oh, just just for the record, there, in case anybody forgets, dual boxing is when you play two clients simultaneously, so playing two characters at the same time. Because Eden is a private server and has a smaller population, to help you know things happen, sometimes you just need to let people play multiple characters. So of course, John and I were deep in the weeds here, and we were playing two characters at all times, basically. Um, oh yeah. So if you didn't think we were cool before, yeah, if you didn't think we we're cool before, now you know. Now 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 we are. Now we are. <laughs> but yeah we definitely yeah but and like i said earlier i would i would never go back to this if you weren't also going back to it no i I, yeah i could not have have deboxed my way through this it was when we were on discord or whatever for our leveling marathons that was that was the most fun of this return yeah definitely And, and um it's a good thing too because it means that we are both one more barrier to going back right Yes. All, all it has to happen is one of us has to be in a really good spot <laughs> and not be willing to go back. And the other one is protected from the darkness. <laughs> the darkness. Yeah. So anyhow, um, plans going forward. I sorry, Before I move us a little bit past this, is there anything else you want to say about Flevin before we move on? Uh, nope. I'm happy to be done again. Uh, I also mirror what you were saying where despite being happy to be done again i also miss yeah it i know it's like a weird melancholy here i, I know it, it like just with more time passed i'll get over it but especially i think when i find the next thing that really grabs me the next game that really sucks me and I'll, I'll just kind of move on and really forget about it i'm really looking right. forward to god of war in like a month and a bit i'm super stoked about that um Sweet. started playing terraria again recently with a buddy and i've never actually finished that game so i'm really stoked to, to take a shot at that i love terraria very very much Terraria, terraria some people say um terraria. Terraria. i got a, i built a pc that was really fun uh, yeah so first I've, time ever that, right that's right i've been doing things guys i wasn't just playing final fantasy 11 what was the first thing i played on my brand new gaming pc it was final fantasy 11 a 20 year old mmorpg but that's besides <laughs> the point um yeah so so lots to look forward to but but i think plan is for us to get back to this a bit more regularly play some more variable stuff it felt weird to like when we were playing Final fantasy 11 it was kind of like what's the point of doing the podcast like just to to talk about the one game we're playing that nobody else fucking plays (laughs) plus plus (laughs) the aspect of well why do the podcast when we could be leveling up (laughs) right yeah it was it's hard to tear yourself away from that when you're in the groove yeah i guess yeah one thing we both should mention that suffered from playing the game was this we like we just we didn't do this anymore right for sure. Yeah, what was the point? Anyway, so happy to be back. Hope to do lots more of these going forward. Maybe I'll do a new theme song soon just to keep myself entertained there as well. Um, we'll see. I shouldn't have said that. Now I have to do it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we'll probably hit you up in the next month or so with some some new gaming opinions and, and game reviews and stuff like that. 
Alrighty. Okay. Thanks for uh, hanging in there, you millions and millions of people. We know you've missed us. <laughs> Just millions of them. Millions. Millions. And we will holler at you soon. All right, guys. Until next time. Okay, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Branching Path Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at BranchPathPod or just search Branching Path Podcast. Check out our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash branchingpathpodcast. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on our RSS website, which is rss.com slash branchingpathpodcast. Thanks again for listening. Take care.